Hi, I'm Gavin Shields and this is Self Storage Explained. Expert advice on how to set up and scale your self-storage business. Hi, James. Hi, Gavin. Hello, thanks very much for uh, joining. No problem, no problem at all. Uh, so this Please. is James from Bearbox. And uh, so James, uh, uh, we invite you on to talk about Bearbox and you know go through kind of help or anyone who's listening to understand what Bearbox is and why it's a good option for their self-storage facility. Um, yep. So we're going to try and get into some of the detail there. Uh, and we have lots of store customers use Bearbox, tons, tons. So, um, uh, you know, something we know pretty well. Um, yeah. But uh, before we get into that, um, there was a, uh, you won an award at Fidesa. And I was sitting in the audience and the person next to me, Michael Fogelberg, would not stop talking. So I didn't quite catch what it was for. <laughs> Can you yeah. explain what it was uh, that you won? Yeah, so it was an it, we won the Infidesa Innovation Prize or Award um, 2023. Uh, it was for our two-factor authentication um, on our keypads. So it's a very good security feature. Um, it's quite easy to implement, uh, and most customers they use it in conjunction with with a single factor in the day. So you might in the day or like, you know, uh, nine to five, allow people to just use their pin codes um, because it's low risk and then come 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. or whenever you want, you switch to two factor. So you require a QR code is normally what it is with a pin code. So you get your phone out, you show the QR code to the keypad and only then can you type in your number and open the door. Wow. And it's, it's proved very effective for people who have been hit by, you know, uh, break-ins. Um, so like they have one or two break-ins, um, and, and then they introduce, you know, we upgrade the system and, uh, you know, they go away probably just down the road to someone who doesn't have it, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's very good. Yeah. Um, so the customer experience there, James, so they, so the turn up at your gate, and they've got uh is it, is it an app that they have Free well, it, code, like, a, like an image on their phone somewhere yes yeah yeah i mean you can you can you can manually add it into your your uh, phone wallet so for example oh, yeah. like i i manually did that um in the in the wallet um or you can you can have it in your email or, or wherever you want some people have it as they take a screen grab of that and that code there gets you into any self-storage business uh, in the world that uses Bearbox, is that correct? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, it it's, it's unique to the customer. So in fact, and in fact, the, the QR code and the pin have to match. They are linked. Okay. So okay. So a master key. Yeah, no, no, I just, I just, no. you might have a master key for yourself. No. Oh, no, no, we don't. We haven't got that uh, implemented. Uh, dangerous. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so the customer would like, like, let's say they're using QR codes, they'll scan it on the thing, and then will they receive like a, a message to their phone? Is that what it is? No, no, it's it, it's not like that. It's 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 that you have to it's your PIN number that you uh, use in the day, the same uh, thing, combined with the QR. Because normally, what happens is that um, someone untoward would just park a van next to your gate and just uh -huh. watch a customer enter their PIN number in. I see. Okay. And then come back later to use it. And of course they find it that, um, it doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So it, that's why a lot of people would use it at night whenever. You know, yeah. 
nobody maybe around to check. But you, you can have it on 24 hours a day if you wish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can, and you might. You could also just have it in one area if you wanted. Um, so, yeah, that's right. it's very effective. Cool. Okay. Right. Well, uh, well done. Nice one. Uh, that sound, that does sound like a good uh, a good uh, feature, actually. Um, cool. Yeah. So, uh, so t the first thing I kind of wanted to ask about or just understand, and I'm asking these questions as so as somebody with, with a couple of sites, yeah. and um, if I'm opening up a new site, uh, how, how might Bearbox play a role in that site? So. Um, could, could, like, so, just at a very high level, could you explain like what does Bearbox do? Yeah. Why would uh, an operator want to install Bearbox at their facility? Well, let's let's um, roll it back just slightly and say why would you know if they have what if they have Stora or uh, another tool? But here we are. Um, what other tool? What other tool? Um, other tool? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's say they have Stora. Um, it kind of compl we integrate with you guys and it creates a really nice and easy uh solution for going unmanned if you're not already um or just 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 lowering your admin because uh let's say you know you have a site and you have your website with stora the customer like goes online they rent a unit they like they'll get an email automatically just with a work saying welcome um welcome here Mm -hmm. these are opening hours um here is your pin number or your credentials to get into site you can download the app you know blah blah that information that same number is automatically synced to our system and onto their site with their uh start contract start date and contract end date if they've got one and yeah. then the moment they roll up on day one they'll be able to go into the facility um and in theory, you'll have had you, the owner of the site, will have had no interaction at that point with the customer. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, a huge burden removed. Um, so that is a, that is a great advantage. Yeah, and then of course, and likewise, if they stop paying or when the contract ends, that pin code is uh, or the QR code is removed from the system all automatically, mm -hmm. so they can no longer go in, and so it just prevents a lot of people who have like a low tech solution, you know, they just got fed up of having to check who's paid, who's not paid, and then go and enter the system, delete that number or add that number in. Um, yeah, we get a lot of customers like that who, who say opened up on a budget and a shoestring and just installed the cheapest thing they could. But yeah. and then prove the prove their site worked. And uh, now want to, to, to go pro. Basically. Yeah. Okay, so w would you often be installing Bearbox uh, at an existing site then? So it, it, would, would you have that uh, a lot where you've got a customer who has that? He's both. Like, I can't manage this anymore because we, we would get that with the software quite a bit, you know, where somebody's like, I've got 60 or 70 site, uh, containers or I have an indoor facility with 100 units. Uh, yeah. half full now, I can't manage. Yeah. You know, I'm doing all the invoicing manually and stuff. I, I need something to do it. So that would happen to us. Would that happen to Bearbox too? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, but you do also get new sites, people who obviously decided to just do it properly from the from the word go. Uh, but you also do get people, yeah, who've got old uh, old equipment. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, so um, am I right then? So, so if if you're going to install Bearbox, so the smart entry system, um, you uh, so it's it's a hardware that's installed at the gate. So the gate 
the same for gate that yeah. closes. You might have a roller shutter door that opens and closes. Yeah. And you lighting doors. Well, any door, really. Any, any door. door, you can generally put access control onto it with a okay, mag so. lock, so a swing door, yeah. uh, sliding door, yeah, electric gates. Um, so you and your team will come to the site and we'll, we'll come to the site and install, like install some hardware. Yeah. Yeah, 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 These uh, these doors, uh, and then you also have the software that talks to the talks to the doors going yeah. forward. So, do the doors? Do, does the hardware have to be connected to? It, presumably Wi-Fi network then is that is that or some sort of internet network on the no, site? We, 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 we generally do it all hardwired. Okay. And to be clear also, we don't actually install the gates or the or the doors, but we do connect into them. So there'll always be like a, a little box on every automatic door. Um we can install a mag lock onto a door. That's not too difficult. Um but we wouldn't install a, a gate. Uh -huh um yeah and we would come along and we would install all our hardware and our, we would do all our wiring as well mm -hmm. um we do ask that people provide us with places to run the cable yeah and especially if it's going to a gate we need to go from wherever the kind of tom's room or you know there's got to be an eighth place even on a container site where the power comes in and the broadband comes in mm -hmm. and um we would then need to like a pipe or a duct going from that place to the gate, um, and then any and then just places we can run cables out to roller doors and whatnot. And yeah. We can do a little bit, but you know we can't. We don't have a JCB, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we don't go around digging up trenches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, one of the things I get asked quite a bit is how do you throw at my own sites? How do you close the door? And um, so uh, generally well, that's, okay. that's, that's you, you, yeah, a gate or a, a gate or a roller shutter door. How do you close yeah. them? And um, on my site, um, the 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 way that the gate opens, it's just uh, I presume bare box is the same. It's what you do is you say open the gate, mm -hmm. and that's it. And then you generally will have at your gate separately whoever installs the gate. You know, maybe it's a woman a timer that closes it or thirty seconds. Yeah, is, is that the same? Is that the, it is the same? Yeah. So, the, so you have to have. Uh your gate or your roller or any of those all have a timer for how long they will stay open once they've stopped receiving an open signal okay. and that is what closes it so you know we send like a little signal for about five seconds um to open it if, if it's just a one-time thing you can also um hold open a a gate or a, a yeah or a roller which people do if they they're confident about it or they're on site so they just set up a schedule so that the gate opens at 9 a.m and closes at 5. Okay. Um, uh, pin, pin codes will still work outside of that or whatever credentials you've got um but yeah the, your, the closing part is done basically by the door itself yeah 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 okay um, yeah or if it's a swing door you've got to put a closer on that door like one of those things you see at the top which yeah. just pulls it slowly closed right what's that yeah yes um, i have one of those at one of my sites as well where it's yeah. uh it's, it's just actually a steel kind of gate because my site's unmanned i put a secondary in door on the way in yes very good but idea great an airlock i looked at getting like well so i looked at getting you know the electric sliding doors you know like you see in a shop yes I mean, it was like five or five or seven thousand pounds yeah i, I found a company that did just like a steel uh 
it's just mesh like uh you know steel steel mesh uh and in it, there's a door in it and it, it has a closure so it closes itself yeah and, uh and, and i have that on there so that, that's how that works um yeah you can also get um they called either hold open or hold backs which are the kind of inverse of the maglock or they're the maglock in the open position so you like say you you, you authorize yourself the maglock releases so you can open the door and then you push it against a magnet in the open position and that and you, we can set it up so that that's held for oh. 10 minutes or whatever you want so that, that door stays open and that's a very nice low cost way yeah. of um having a door held open for 10 minutes or something if that's what people want yeah then one of the things we see we see a lot at the conferences is um you know uh, smart entry systems like yourselves um Ask, yes you know can yeah. i can i put uh you know i want to have an indoor facility and i want locks on the gate and the roller shutter but can i also put a lock on every single unit door yeah uh, so we, we started this a couple of weeks ago so you're mm. trying to give a solution for that now that you've installed mm. in your first facility recently can you tell us a little bit more about, about that, how that yeah works? yeah so i mean you're right and in summary what you're just saying is basically you want to secure the kind of perimeter which might be your entry gate if you have one or your roller door and then you might try and secure the, the corridors internally as in all like you can do that and then finally you get down to the, the granular of uh either monitoring uh and in every single individual box or mm -hmm. electronically controlling them so like everyone has a an app um to open a door so yeah we've just we've just released um, this our own uh electronic locking uh, product it's a it's quite nice it's it's installed on the inside of the door which okay. means that the door is completely uh blank as it were there's no door handles um when you press the button on your app which is a communicates via bluetooth with the door it just pings open about you know so much an inch or something either it'll carry on swinging out or you can put your hand in and and um pull it out yeah and how does the customer close the door then is it just a matter of pushing it shut yeah it's just a matter of closing it a bit like a I don't quite know actually what it'd be like but like a kitchen door that stays locked yeah so yeah then, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so is, is it a magnet no it's uh it's a physical um well latch it's a physical i've got one here actually yeah. okay but, um, i don't have the this is the lock itself that we install inside and then there's a i don't know what i've got to show that's going to be too big i think but you know there's a this this component which is just a screw but it, the, that just comes that's attached to the door and as you goes around it like locks it goes into there okay and that, and that um goes down and uh it's locked gotcha so it's a latch uh, it's a latch solution. yeah it is a latch solution it's hardwired so there's no batteries um and it works connects to the phone via bluetooth and so, so you can uh, only open it when you're uh, you know in in range you can't just open it from from your home from the car park or wherever yeah 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 and so what's the customer experience then so if if you know if, if you've got a facility that has that installed yes um, and you know you have you have your gates with you know a bare box gate 
bear box roller shutter and then a unit door with bear box as well what's the customer experience there for how they get into the like they arrive they drive up how do they get in what are, what are the different ways they can get in yeah you know what i mean i could try i'm going to just try and um, open uh, in the background the uh the app user experience if i can um but basically you drive up uh most people still use pin codes it's still very popular um i think a lot of people like the they do like the use of apps but they always think about this kind of like tiny percentage you know what i don't even know what one percent who don't have a smartphone or you know they've if it's an existing site they've had someone there for 20 years who they don't think would uh, download an app and they don't want to rock the boat so they always always have generally have a uh, pin codes anyway or keypads for pin codes just for those customers okay you know um and but you can you can obviously use an app to open a gate so you can drive up once you're inside like a uh like a virtual fence that mm-hmm. you set around the site you mm-hmm. can open the gate so you drive up you can open the gate um and you go drive in you can open the roller door um then you walk up to your unit and you can open that um, and that's all with, and so that can all be with with one app that downloaded to open up all of those doors yes yeah yeah um and obviously you try and include instructions on downloading that app with the login details on the uh on the welcome email right so that when that, that thing is template from Stora, right mm-hmm. you can say this is where you need to download the app include any instructions am i able to do this I'm trying to open it just for everyone's peace of mind um but sometimes i think uh obviously you can't really use a phone while you're driving particularly easily so people do just drive up to the keypads even though they have the app yeah uh, type in their codes like that okay yeah okay okay so a customer can uh, what would happen if you know if there's a customer then who doesn't have a smartphone and you know they turn up they use a code on the gate yeah for the first time how would they get into their unit well they if they were it wouldn't if they didn't have a smartphone it would at the moment it would be tricky for them to open one of these electronic locks yeah um so have to meet somebody or arrange to meet somebody on site well in or they might not i mean if it's a brand new site and they were all electronic locks it would be at the moment we don't have a solution for that yeah but i'm not 100 percent sure that all sites will go 100 percent electric locks uh-huh. they'll keep them as a premium is what uh-huh. I okay so as part of the kind of like trying to differentiate like you know upsell to a customer mm-hmm. you uh keep 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 like some some manual and some okay yeah okay okay nice one okay so the and then there's there's a couple different ways that um yeah just from knowing some of the customers we have who use bearbox there are different customer experiences so um you know it can be a pin so you know this is the one that i understand is you you drive up type a pin in and the gate opens end of story yes and sometimes it's as simple as that yeah yeah yeah, and um, we, we've, we've loads of customers, and that's that's the way they they do it. Uh, and then um, 
for for container side, a lot of people would just would might leave the containers unlocked and a padlock sitting inside, or there might be a little box or padlocks, whatever it might be. And there's different ways people manage that, but that's that's separate to what to bear box. That's kind of well, in that exact example, you're you're just you're controlling the gate, opening the gate. Yeah. Um. So from a customer experience, so there's there's a pin number, and then there's also a QR code. So that that's something else that um that can be used as well. Uh, yes. What other ways? Because uh, there's also automatic number plate recognition as well. Um, yeah. We we support as well uh, along with, uh, with Bearbox. So how does that work? Well, so it reads the number plate of your car uh, mm -hmm. as you approach, and again, if you've entered that into the uh, into Stora, which is if you're using that or your rental tool, um, which is your kind of like source of truth where you manage your customers, then yeah, you can uh, open a gate. You have to be careful with AMPR. There aren't many sites where it's suitable because you need to get the approach angle correct. So you often see AMPR is used a lot in car parks, um, but they all, and you will know like that they, they really control where you drive up. Like, you know, there's concrete on both sides and you kind of do this. <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, most sites kind of aren't suitable for AMPR because you can approach from a wide, you can really approach from like a wide angle. So, okay, but you can, and certain sites, uh, they do. They have a nice little drive, and cars can like approach in the okay. correct direction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, so is, is there any other way that, um, from a customer experience, when they turn up, is there, are there any other ways? So there's what have you got? You got AMPR, pin numbers. Oh, you've got fobs, of course. Oh, okay. People still like fobs. QR codes. Um, is there another one? The app, as well. Yeah, uh, so you can use the that's the bearbox app yeah and the bearbox app yeah and um, and we actually have two apps so there's one for the admins and there's one for customers so if you as the site owner have the app you're able to open the gates and the roller doors from anywhere uh, mm -hmm. as in your app from because that uh means that say somebody or a delivery driver or whoever has approached the gate and you're not there you can check them out on CCTV and decide whether or not you're going to open them. Whereas the customer app is uh, geofenced, so you have to be within range to try and open that gate. So yeah. you could, for, you could, for example, somebody, you know, if it is an on-man site or if it's a Sunday afternoon, somebody turns up and their phone, your phone number, um, you could open up the gate and kind of talk to them on the phone and show yeah. them around. Mm. You know, go and look at your number six and um, yes, does that suit? And say yes and you can go ahead and take the booking and they can get a code they can move in straight away yeah and if you um use our camera system you can also see the camera feeds in the app so can, can you tell us a bit more about the camera system yeah well we use a samsung product which okay. is quite secure it's sort of and most people use uh hick vision which is um but it has security issues Okay. Uh, but this so Samsung make a good camera, and we uh, we can do all the usual things such as uh, motion sensing, recording, and we can also link into ESOC or any other monitoring station. Uh, so that and that, I mean that's a that's a really great feature. I always tell people to consider that it's it's good uh -huh. value. I think great value, and means that. You know, out of hours, if a camera picks up some movement inside your facility or, or yeah, in 
you can obviously mask out on the cameras as well. They will jump straight onto the live feed, see what's going on and follow a list of instructions that you set out. So obviously if someone's breaking in, they'll get straight onto 999. But if it's unclear whether somebody's, I don't know, you know what I mean? But if yeah. it's not, if they can then ring you or ring this number or that. So that's really excellent. And we can, or your you would be are able to view the live feeds within the app as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice one. Um, mm. yeah, that's, that, that does sound like a good a good benefit. Um, I know DSOC is is uh, very popular. Uh, and, yeah. And solution. Um, there are others, and there are some people go for a local one as well. Ah, they, yeah. Uh, the um, yeah. Sometimes I think there's a local mafia in certain places so you go with them and then you don't get hit that's, oh, that's like protection money yes it does sound like that yeah is that what um, i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> well if he is he's doing it very subtly yeah. uh cool okay um i was going to ask about you mentioned earlier a little bit about um securing like a corridor perimeter is that the zone you have a zone feature haven't you so you could have like a zone ground floor zone first floor zone yeah and so that way you can limit access by customers to different zones is that correct yeah well so there's two there's two sort of ways you can do it you can either use access control on on doors and lifts and stairwells to control who can go on what floor uh -huh. or, or even within the building right there's no reason why you can't or many buildings do have fire stop doors. There's no reason why you can't um, zone that all. You can zone by floor, you can split the floors. Some customers also have offices like on the side and, and you can go between them. Um, so there's like multiple, all these combinations of things and you can put access control on which should stop people getting into the wrong places. Yeah. But you can also add motion sensors on the corridors, uh, which means that and then monitor them, right? So if one goes off, you get a notification in your email. And then one of our customers use this very effectively um, to, because they'll, they'll say, they'll see that six went off on several floors. And they'll be like, well, that's very suspicious. It's like, I mean, you might get one or two because someone's mm -hmm. trying to find the toilets or something. But when you get loads, they then, um, see those emails i mean they have they have a whole rigmarole with email rules and things mm -hmm. um they then like look at the cameras who was it oh they signed up recently they give them a call they get spooked and you know they generally get foiled or they you know they can they take actions following that because yeah. they've been scouting out the the building yeah so yeah and that's not too expensive either you know putting corridors in sorry putting motion sensors into corridors uh if you can it depends on the size of the facility you know there's there's one we're doing which is like six floors with offices you know it's a prime candidate whereas someone some of them are very small they're only like 50 units as small as that and you really can't do any kind of you can't do anything there because it's just of that size yeah okay and so that's all all of that stuff there's so the motion center stuff that's stuff that you will come and physically install is that yeah. correct? all part of what, what you can your services you can do that yeah i think everything we're mentioning is stuff that we install yeah. and commission and um and sort of monitor but well, we don't not 
I shouldn't say no, we don't monitor like destock, yeah. but yeah. you know, yeah. when when a piece of equipment, oh, because it's cloud based, when something goes offline, we can we'll get notified about it. Okay, uh, in our system and sort of be able to have a look at it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I was going to ask. Sorry. No, I don't know. I was going to say we haven't talked about the sort of much more about the uh, integrations because I know that you were asking about how it works, the integration, and my answer was. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I also don't. I'm not entirely sure. So, um, so yeah. what, what we're talking about here is that uh, if you're using, if you're going to install Bearbox, you'll often want to, you know, use a software product alongside it. Stora is an option. We've a lot of customers who use Stora and Bearbox. We've a lot of, yeah, we've a lot of vice versa. With a lot of, with a lot of mutual customers. Yeah. Um, and so uh, my, like at a high level, my understanding is, you know, you'll the operators will get get the system installed. And then there is, there is a step then where um, you get Bearbox installed, you set up a Stora account, uh, and then there's there's a, a, a time whenever it's installed that we need to connect Bearbox to Stora. Yeah. Uh, and that's, um, you know, in Stora, there's a little area where you can basically add in there's a couple of different codes that we need to get from like, you provide to the operator or you can provide directly to exactly. us. It's put in the system, the connect, and then from then on, Stora, uh, you know, for customer books, through your store system, it will talk to Bearbox. We create the codes and send them all out. Yeah, and so that's the integration stage. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it works very well. I think. Yeah, yeah, because it, it gives you like it, it allows you to, like, and the reason it's so popular, Bearbox is so popular, is it works with it, and you know it does things like, like we have this we have this kind of concept of one minute move-ins, where okay. we have this idea we want. We want our operators who are using Store to be able to let their customers drive up to the gate. Let's say it's a Sunday night, 10 p.m. Uh, and if you have a, a you know Bearbox installed uh, or any smart system that the customer could, in theory, you know, book online, put their payment details in, pass an ID check, sign the contract, and just get the Bearbox code and just move themselves in. Yeah. And uh, and you know, let's say the payment fails. Then you know, the code won't work. They won't get the code. No. You know, so like all of that stuff is kind of managed, and Bearbox is a really important part of making that all work. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you described it perfectly. Um, I'm not sure how many of our actual customers would let someone, uh, a new customer, you know, walk in at sun on Sunday at 10 p.m. Um, but I get yeah, the principle is there. You could if you really wanted. Um, yeah. Most people would say no. You can only have uh you know nine to five monday to friday access for like the first x number of months or until you know they've met you and seen you and seen the whites of your eyes <laughs> i want to be sure before they go around uh offering 24-hour access generally yes yeah. and, and actually so at my sites um i close at 11 p.m so people can't open doors after 11 p.m yeah uh, apart from if they're trying to get out yes um, and it, if somebody drove up on a sunday night at 10 o'clock like there's there's nobody there um but we have this in store we have this bank ID, a bank level id check yeah it would require somebody to to take a selfie picture a picture of the id matches the pictures up and goes sends away for a third party check so because we have that i allow that to happen yeah so I, I, I made a decision i don't need to see the whites of eyes because you know, yeah yeah sorted out sorted out for me like it's it's hard to get past that so but that that's that is a business decision some people might prefer not to do that and it's yeah them. It, it doesn't matter 
it's it's there if they want it. Bearbox yeah. enables it, store enables it, but doesn't mean and some people might like I say, Monday to Friday nine to five, that's it. No problem. Um but and some people might say, Well, we're there Monday to Friday nine to five. If it's a Sunday night, yeah, look, we'll have the software, we'll actually allow that at that time of the day. Yeah. That's and some people live in very a very they probably do live in very low risk areas and have a very high tolerance for risk. So, you know, we've got customers who only have an in keypad so they to allow people in. So they don't have the they have no way of knowing when people have left. Yeah. And so they can't activate any systems, which is quite a basic kind of you you know in when if you're trying to fight crime, it's not knowing when people have gone is a, a difficult one. So that, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so you're, so Bearbox, with Bearbox, you can just have it in, but you could also have it so that it's set to get out. So that would that means that you're logging. You yeah, always yeah. know who's on site. More yeah. yeah. Yes. And so obviously that's all saved in the logs, and then you can go through it. Or, you know, you might just, as an operator, want to see who's, if anyone is logged in, because you might not be able to see them on the cameras, if unless you've got like this 100% coverage or whatever. Do you yeah. want to know who's on site? Um, I mean, obviously, people can still ignore. They can sort of tailgate someone out. Um, yeah. And so, you know, you, you've got, I always say that the importance of signage and saying, you know, make sure that people know what they've got to do. Mm-hmm. If they don't, then uh, send them emails, remind them, you know, yeah. find them, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what's the what's your biggest site that you spare box and what's the smallest site? What's the range well, you would typically be uh typically have? I mean, in small sites we've got what is our uh, small I probably just described it as this one keypad. In terms of like what we've done, it's gonna be the one keypad that gets you on site. That would be the smallest um situation. Uh, that might be somebody with 30, 50 units, something that sort of size. Yeah, although even maybe even larger. I mean, we, we just did one in, in Watford. I don't know how many units that was. It was two stories. I was going to be just over 100 units. Uh-huh. Uh, but they are manned, so they have a, they're going to be there all the time. Okay. Um, not really an issue. Okay. Um, I mean, we go up to product sites that have over 1,000 units. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know how many, and then like multiple offices, uh, multiple buildings, yeah, uh, multiple floors, and so and, yeah, no, all of all of it really. Yeah, so you sort of suitable for any any size site, and what's the reason? So um, you know, obviously, we've talked a little bit about bare box and store working together to create you know the the ability to let people move in and, and not necessarily have to talk to members of staff. Lots of people still have staff on site, and yep. you know, it's, our data suggests that in, in many cases it can be help, you know, it can help the sale uh, if mm. you know members of staff and uh, have people talk um, to customers. So some of our operators, you know, do that, and some of them just let people book online. It's a whole mis- uh, mix, and um, yeah, uh, you know, it's different works for different customers. So uh, my question is going to be, um, wh- why uh, if you've got staff on site? You've lots of people with Bearbox and staff on site. What's the big benefit of having Bearbox while having staff on site as well? Well, uh, you 
you I mean you can't even if you have staff on site you can't be everywhere in that building mm-hmm. yeah. um and if you've got a you can't be security guard and salesman all the time mm-hmm. so and again i suppose it, i mean you what could you do you could you could you could theoretically operate a container site which is uh without bare box obviously people do but it's again it's that manual process of having to remove people um and and if, if you just leave your gate open and people start paying then they can just come in anytime they want and get their stuff um yeah. um yeah and they you know you can overlock it and then they can cut it off like you can mm-hmm. uh whereas if you've got the bare box you're able to control when they come in yeah um yeah. Yeah. And so, so, uh, so you, you mentioned so if if you've got staff there, it's a big site. You can't be everywhere all at once. So it's it's yeah. helpful to have bare. But the zones would be helpful. You know, if you've got three floors, people coming and going all day. You know that it does secure the building a lot more. Uh, and then presumably, yeah. I imagine there's a lot. There are a lot of operators who maybe you know when you you maybe you move in month you move in during our opening hours the first time you move in. But after you're moving, um, you know you can you can use bare box to kind of come and go maybe maybe the close of 5 p.m but from 5 p.m until 9 p.m you can get access using bear box yeah. and that's it and, and and that can that can often like i just for myself if i move house <laughs> which i've done quite a bit recently uh-huh. um just because we're renovating a house but um yeah or sunday i want to move my stuff for the weekend and yeah. you know, i was calling someone like only oh, monday to friday I, w- I wouldn't be able to use it so presumably that that's often a benefit as well yeah yeah exactly so you can um, you know you can leave early basically if you wanted to if it's your own site or your staff yeah. who are going to leave at five six o'clock but you need you think it's fair to offer it till eight nine o'clock exactly yeah. it works yeah. and um, yeah some some of your customers will probably ask for twenty four hour access and you'd be able to offer it as well with the system yeah um, as long as you trust them uh, you know that people don't advertise 24-hour access but they do do it uh-huh. if for customers who've been with them for a while or you know they know you know again that, you've got that capability to keep your yeah. your uh you your site secure yeah uh, from what i understand um there are sometimes people who maybe you can get 24-hour access but it's only available after maybe two or three months or maybe something like that and then there might be an extra charge for it if you want it but um yeah that's i've seen that before yeah Definitely. Yeah. Other yes. people are doing lots of uh, clever pricing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, mm. it'd definitely be a little upsell. Um, and actually, it fits in well with we released just last week uh, unit type groupings on Stora, so you can you can have premium units. So you know you could have a you know fifty square foot ground floor, different price to the first floor, potentially even yeah. access a different price again. Um, so uh you know then you can manage all that with bearbox so okay all right uh final couple of questions sorry yeah no i think i've also heard people doing um time of day pricing which sounds very sophisticated mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. because they've worked out they can charge more for i don't know because it must be a business customer during these hours versus uh at the weekends and our late nights will so be a domestic customer do you mean that um they, they the price goes up at sort of 9 a.m and and then drops down at i don't i mean i actually haven't seen it but I, this is what i've heard it's uh-huh. dynamic pricing 
which I think they use in airlines and yeah. hotel bookings and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I sometimes wonder if hotel prices go up on a Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and flight prices, because that's when I tend to go on to book uh, well, with them. Yeah, and I mean, also, they can also do it geographically. So this is very... Anyway, this is not what... This is the kind of complicated stuff. If you run your own website, you can do that, can't you? But yes, it yeah. doesn't make a difference to us. Yeah. And it doesn't make a difference to you. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, actually, dynamic pricing is a really interesting topic where uh, dynamic pricing is coming out from store very soon. Like the oh. next um, we, we aren't releasing the different prices during the day, but th there's a good argument for doing that because you know, we have this, uh, every operator who uses a store can see like a little heat map of what time of day, but it's like Monday to Monday to Sunday by hour, when are you getting most bookings? And so you could argue demand's higher at those times. Maybe you could pop the price up a little bit. Um, but it's, so it's interesting. Uh, we, have, we haven't done that, but there's definitely, mm. you, you, you could easily. <laughs> yeah. I've also, I mean, I've heard, I mean, this is off topic, but when people use automatic number plate recognition and obviously they get the plates, they then run the plates through a, um, some sort of website to work out the value of the vehicle and then decide on what their price hike will be at the, yeah. you know, third quarter. What's this sneaky? Dark arts. Dark arts stuff, yeah. You apply the same to the type of car they're using, you know, maybe if somebody's using, using an Amex or a, yeah. a corporate card. Uh, you know, if you're paying with a corporate, yeah, so far your fees are higher. Like, I think you know, 1.9% maybe might be the fees on corporate cars, but potentially a customer is not price sensitive rather than giving a 6% price increase, you could give them a 12% price increase and more than make up for the uh, for the card, the extra card charge. Anyway, totally off topic, but it is very interesting, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, do you say you had any more questions? Yes, I was going to ask, um, what countries do you, do you serve? Yeah, so at the moment, it's Europe and the UK, if you, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I saying, like, geographical Europe. And the yeah. main reason for that is that uh, our support team is all based in Europe. And yeah. so we offer, you know, office hours kind of support Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. If you're outside of that in the States, then uh, you won't get very much support yeah um and we don't get many yeah we get we yeah we also we have had inquiries from like further afield but in the same time zone but it's still yeah a long way to go if something goes wrong no nordics do you serve the nordics yes so yeah maybe that's kind of geographic europe i don't know that is yeah that's geographic europe i think we've got sites in sweden and norway um lots yeah i think 16 countries i think we've okay. got yeah and then language yeah. support is is that something that's an issue do people often need that do you uh, no it's uh, i mean if we can what do we support we've got french english spanish some some german and some italian i think okay. and portuguese but I mean, that's what the speakers, but obviously we do our, we do most of our support on email and then yeah. we just, we just Google translate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not, it's not an on, ongoing thing generally, you know, somebody installs Bearbox, no. there may be some questions back and forth yeah. over you know, a year or two, but generally it's not something that you're going to have staff in touch every day because generally yeah. we would often maybe have that people are using Stora every day to run the business. That's talking to Bearbox on their behalf and managing yeah. and everything. So 
it's more likely you'd be um, you know, talking to your software provider like Stora than um, maybe Bearbox, I, I imagine. What yeah. about what about uh, um, cost? Like, what, what what if somebody's listening to this and thinking, "Oh, that sounds great!" Like, what's can you give us a ballpark estimate? Yeah. For, like, where does it start? I know there's lots of options, so it, it all depends, obviously. But like, it does. Can you give us some uh, background mm -hmm. on that. Well, so your sort of most simple system really would be. Uh, um, we see this with a lot of container sites is two keypads okay. on a gate. Yeah. And that would typically be four to five K mm. plus that. And then the support. So this hope because it's a cloud-based system and the hosting and support would be, it's about 50 pounds a month. And okay. we do a lot of those two keypads. Um, sometimes, uh, sometimes they have a gate and a roller. Uh -huh. um, well then of course i mean the sky's the limit um we've got a, we've got we sorry james two keypads is it two keypads you mean in and out. or or oh there's an out okay the out keypad. yeah so you've got in and out yeah and i mean it's actually it's an it's the most expensive way of doing it because you have to have our control box so which is like a chunk of money <coughs> about half the cost initially and that doesn't change in size whether you have two keypads or a hundred or yeah. and you know x y and z um so but yeah so four to five keypad four to five k for two and then you know for the next two keypads there are, i mean keypads are about a thousand pounds each okay. so you can have another door um and you know the cost quickly kind of reduces right yes um, yeah. so yeah um <clears throat> it's tricky to say i mean we do so right. we haven't only mentioned it but before this electronic locking business came along, um, or even even now, like I say, maybe people will do 30% of their units with electronic locks and the rest mm -hmm. they'll do with door contacts or in-unit PIR motion sensors, which I haven't yeah. mentioned, but basically that's a door contact on every door in, on, on your building. Mm -hmm. So, and again, that's so you can get notifications. Like if it, if it, and if a door opens, it shouldn't be opening. You can get a sounder and a notification for that um likewise with the the motion sensors that you put in units mm -hmm. um, which i think are even better you, you so, do both you can do well no you probably wouldn't do both you can but you, I, I mean you better oh, we offer, yeah, yeah we offer both yeah um my favorite is the in motion in 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 what should i say in unit pir yeah. because um there is a trend called tunneling have you heard of that no so um it's i mean i haven't heard much of it recently but but last year there's quite a lot of it people would rent a unit legitimately a small one okay and then they would go in um legitimately wait for the site to close and then they would actually break into the all the site all the units next door mm -hmm. like tunnel basically they cut a hole in go through all of them in, in like both directions go through all the stuff that find what they want and then leave in the morning when it's site reopens. And the thing is, unless someone has, someone who owns those units goes to one um, in good time, you won't even know when it happened. Yeah. Unless you have the motion sensors inside the units, um, oh. and they're about half the price of an electronic lock. So oh. they are sort of arguably. Uh, well, it depends, and you can also do both in theory. So let's say you have motion sensors in all the units. Yeah. So let's say a customer from unit number 10 drives up 
types in their code at the gate, their pin code, it opens up. Does it then automatically deactivate? Just that, that one. Number 10? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just that one. Exactly. And then as they leave and put their pin number in again, it reactivates it for them. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah that's uh, interesting. So, so there's, there's the entry. Uh, Bearbox is the entry. Yeah. You also have, uh, you know, in uh, the move motion sensors in the units, you have um, uh, the ability to like track when a door opens. So, uh, I don't know what you call that. No contacts. No contacts. You also have then actual locks for every door. So you, that's another option as well. Yeah. And you can also, you can zone everything. Um, and you yeah. also can install ca the CCTV cameras. cameras yeah. Them, uh, as well. And then monitor them. Well, we, we, I mean, basically we, um, with DSOC, they, we, we sort of control that end because we install the cameras. Mm hmm we then set up the DSOC integration so that if there's a problem, they all you can they can just come to us as the kind of one point of uh, yeah. contact rather than saying why having to ring DSOC and then ring us and you know. Okay. okay. That's it. Yeah, I think you've got it. Great. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, and I think that was uh, that was it from me. Is there anything else that um, you know, think anybody listening should should know about Bearbox uh, if they're thinking about it? Anything else? We haven't covered um not particularly i mean obviously uh if you want a quote uh give us a or send send us an email or give us a ring um if you have building plans they're always great mm -hmm. um or site plans whatever so we can then advise on on what's what yeah and how do they email what's what's your website is it bearbox.co.uk it is i think bearbox.co.uk and bearbox.eu I think it defaults now to the EU site, okay. and that's where you can, um, yeah, log in and whatnot. And I think our our email address is sales at bearbox.co.uk. Okay, okay. Yeah. So anybody listening can just get in touch. Yeah. Get a quote uh, and um, you know find out more that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that is often the best because you know we're often out and about looking at sites as well. Yeah. So. Um, that? Okay. Great, James. Thanks very much. That was really helpful. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure if anyone has any more questions, they'll, they'll get in touch. But uh, yeah, thanks for your time. No worries. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Self Storage Explained, where we aim to provide expert advice on how to set up and scale your self storage business. For more resources, including financial models and in depth guides for setting up or growing your business, Visit our self storage academy at stora.co, that's stora.co forward slash academy. And if you would like to find out more about how Stora can help your business to grow sales and save time, set up a demo or contact us at stora.co, that's stora.co. Thank you.